You're listening to the Stay Sore Podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Stay Sore Show. And I am very excited to have Mike here. Once again, we did a show a few months ago. Yeah, yeah. And we're having Mike back here. A lot of you loved the uh, conversation we had. Today, the conversation is about inflammation. And I think it's a very delicate but very important topic. Let's just really quick say, why is it so important to talk about inflammation? Ooh, um, inflammation, it's been demonstrated now that, that inflammation is probably a major player in 80% or more of disease. Mm-hmm. Um, not to mention there's a term, have you heard the term inflammaging? Have you come across this term? Like aging because of inflammation? Yes. I, yeah, but I that's did. actually a term now, inflammaging. Oh, I, I thought it's just like No, a I didn't thing. make it up. No, I you heard it actually... before, but I didn't know it's a term. Yeah, and they're, they're talking about, so we've got inflammation and disease, and now mm-hmm. we've got inflammation and premature aging. Even things like, you know, breaking down your collagen, so your skin. I mean, it's, it's massive. The, the, the role that inflammation plays in, uh, you can say, premature death is wow. profound. Yeah. Wow. Uh, you mentioned skin. If you have a trained eye, you can look at somebody's skin and see, oh, there's some inflammation going on. Yeah, I don't, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, okay, so inflammation is super important because it's yeah. probably one of the biggest underlying issues to most disease, correct? Yes, exactly. And uh, how do you know if you have inflammation? Ooh, well, it's a great question, actually, because I think most people associate inflammation with, oh, aches, pains. Mm-hmm. You know, I rolled my ankle and now it's swelling up. Especially in my world, in the phys- yeah. physical fitness uh, part of, of the uh, continuum, health continuum, it's usually my shoulder, my knee, I have right. inflammation. And that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, our bodies need inflammation. It's part of the, uh, the immune response. Yeah. So that acute response of, I rolled my ankle and it swells up, that's your body healing. That's your mm-hmm. body doing what it's supposed to do. So that's not the problem. Uh, the, the symptomatic inflammation is not the issue. I mean, you stay sore pocket. I mean, there, there you if, go. if you're not sore, then you're probably not challenging your body. So that soreness, that's not the bad thing. Mm-hmm. The bad thing is what we would call silent chronic inflammation. This is inflammation you don't know. Uh, there are blood markers if you got certain blood tests. Uh, there are blood markers that'll that'll be able to get, give us clues, like the uh, CRP. Blood CR, test? There's something called highly sensitive CRP. That's a great one. There's homocysteine. Mm-hmm. Um, these are tests when you're going in, like maybe for your annual checkup with your mm-hmm. doctor, uh, and they're doing some of the cardiovascular type profiles. Ask them for those because okay. those can be some insights into how inflamed am I? Mm-hmm. And that's huge because other than that, you you don't know. You're walking around. You could be you know hyper inflamed. And that, you know, a lifetime of that can lead to some of those diseases. And mm-hmm. the disease list is massive. Starting with huge things like cancer. Cancer. But also things like anxiety and depression, which people don't link them, or uh, dementia, for example. I was just going to say cognitive function, memory, um, certainly heart issues. Osteoporosis, people don't realize that actually is an inflammatory related mm-hmm. disease. It's not just that you're not eating enough calcium. It's that the inflammation is causing your body to break down bone faster than it can rebuild it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you think of a disease, there are liver problems, there are bowel problems that are all inflammatory related. Gut health has, yes. has a big, big, big connection to inflammation. Yep. Um, okay, so inflammation can be symptomatic, which we talked about. If uh, What are some of the symptoms of symptomatic Inflammation. Yeah, I mean, that's probably what we all know about why you might go grab, you know, an over-the-counter, uh, you know, painkiller. Yeah, something like that. You know, if you've got swelling, redness, aches, pains, those kinds of things, mm-hmm. that's that acute response. 
um, it, it's the silent stuff that's the... But uh, we'll get to the silent stuff yeah. because that's the bigger, bigger thing. But with the, with the symptomatic stuff, uh, like you said, it's actually a good thing. When, let's say, you get a cold or a flu and you're, you're, you get fever. Yep. A lot of people rush into, like, I need to get the fever done. Right. Is that a good idea in your opinion? It, in my opinion, I'm not a doctor. So By the way, know, disclaimer, yes. not nutritionists, not doctors, yeah. but both of us have decades of, yeah. of uh, work in the health and fit, yeah. fitness and health, you health and nutrition yep. field. Yep. But disclaimer, talk to your doctor. This is yeah. just food for thought. Do you need to treat fever? Um, personally, I try not to uh, until it's quite elevated. You know, 101, 100, maybe up to, for me, maybe if I started approaching 102, I'd, I'd want to back it off. I understand. But that 100, 101, that's productive. That's your body kind of, you know, burning things off is the way I think of it. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. I'm exactly, I have the same mindset where it's your body's response. That's your body's way of killing the bad stuff yes. and healing the good stuff. Yep. Until it gets too out of control, it's actually a good thing. Be happy that your body has that immune, immune function of fighting disease. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. Okay, so what about the silent stuff? So you said blood work. What else can you do to figure out? And how does that look, that, that inflammation that you don't know about? So how does it look? Mm. I mean, again, unless you start experiencing symptoms of those, those larger concerns. Um, for me, what I do is I just know it's there. And I like to think of it as a campfire, you know, so the healthy, the healthy uh, immune response is that little campfire that you build, mm -hmm. you're controlling it, you use it for what you need it for, and then you put it out and you walk yeah. away. The out of control is you might build that little campfire and then you run away and it starts burning the forest. Mm -hmm. So I know that campfire's in me. I, I know we are surrounded by inflammation. Like, like you said, it's kind of your body's response to bad yeah. things. It has to happen here and there. It has to happen. And the problem is today, we are, you mentioned anxiety. Stress is a major mm -hmm. uh, elevator. It increases your inflammation. Definitely. So you know that's a major issue. And when you look at our world that we live in now, we are surrounded by toxins, chemicals at all times. If you, mm -hmm. if you look at from the time you wake up in the morning to the time you go to bed, all of the toxins that you're surrounded by, your body has to do something about it, inflammation is elevated. So we know we're surrounded by it. The question is, what do I do about it to try to keep it in check? Uh, because it is silent. Unless you're getting these blood tests all the time, you don't know. Mm -hmm. So that's where I turn to, for me, there, again, I brought up stress. If you can control stress, that's massive. But I'm into you know, dietary type issues. I look at my diet and I say, okay, what am I eating that's pro-inflammatory? Maybe try to reduce that, and I'd be happy to share some of that. And then more, maybe more importantly, what is anti-inflammatory that I could also eat more of? Because to say that I can never, you know, I know you're probably not a pizza guy, but to say that you can never eat a piece of pizza Here's again. Here's the problem. I am a pizza guy, yeah. and I'm trying to fight that guy. <laughs> there you go. All right. So, you know, everything on a pizza is pro-inflammatory. Uh, definitely. You know, from, the wheat. The dairy, the the, the meat, the processed meat, the cheese, the cheap cheese for the most part. The cheap cheese. It's yeah. If it's grass fed, maybe we could talk. But uh, really, it, it's all pro-inflammatory. To tell somebody, to tell me, and to tell you, we can never do that again, or that you're doing it yeah, and you're putting poison is insane. But what could we do to offset it? What can we do to start to steer our body towards a more anti-inflammatory lifestyle, so that when we encounter these these uh, reasons for inflammation, our body puts the campfire out properly 
and we can go about our day instead of this raging forest fire that goes on for 20 years and then all of a sudden we have some serious problems. So let's, let's have a systematic approach to our conversation. What are the biggest, in your opinion, what are the biggest things that cause inflammation and what are the biggest things you can do to counterbalance it to fight it? Yep. So from a dietary standpoint, um, I, would, I would say, you know, it's in the American diet a lot. So it's wheat, mm -hmm. corn, dairy, um, meats, processed meats, uh, a lot of the animal fats that we mm -hmm. get in those. Um, I said corn, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, I'm sure I'm missing sugar. Sugar's massive. The biggest one. Your favorite is sugar, Like, right? let me sh sh <laughs> yeah, share a story in. with you in my gym. Every time a client comes in and uh, like, I don't know, I don't feel it today, you know? Before the workout, I'm f feeling achy today. And then, what did you eat yesterday night? Yeah. Well, uh, I had like, uh, and turns out it's either something like pizza or right. burger with fries something highly processed or the biggest one lots of sugar yep and then everything is achy in the morning so big 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 thing have you ever uh, if you talked a little bit of a, of a tangent here but if you've ever talked to somebody who's done a low carb diet for a bit mm -hmm. and then they go back and they start you know they crash or they eat too many carbs they say the next day they feel terrible right no energy yeah and achy like yep. crazy yep. and that's, you would think sugar gives you energy but that's not how it works you spike it and then yep. everything crushes and in the meantime now inflammation so people will say man, I didn't realize my joints are killing me. Yeah. And that's, that's somebody that was living more of a controlled lifestyle, maybe ate a little bit too much sugar, and now they're feeling that inflammatory yep, response. Definitely. So those are the things that, that really can, can be a, a problem. Mm -hmm. um, now, one caveat, uh, I kind of alluded to it a second ago. If you can do grass-fed animal uh, proteins mm -hmm. and fats and things like that, butter, you're, you're better off. Um, so the key word here would be more proce processed versus less processed. Sort well, of? you want to avoid the more processed. Well, foods. that's what yeah, I yeah, mean. Yes, yes. absolutely. So some foods, when they're too processed, even though they, they sound good or they, they could be potentially, hey, it's high protein, but if it's too processed, too, yes. too chemically processed, maybe. They say um, if, if, if you can't find it on the perimeter of the grocery, the grocery store, store yeah. yeah, it's it's probably a bit too processed. But uh, in general, uh, you know, I think of it as um, if you're going to eat animal proteins, you have to look at what the animal ate. So yeah. all those foods I mentioned, well, if the animals were fed corn, then they're going to be pro-inflammatory. Fish, which we'll get into a second, there's a lot of fatty fish that's really good for anti-inflammatory, mm -hmm. but you've got to get it wild caught yeah. because they'll take like salmon, you know, spoiler alert, salmon's yeah. a great uh, anti-inflammatory food. Mm -hmm. But if it's farm raised, they sometimes will feed those fish uh, I've been told it's something almost like a dog food, which yeah. is a corn base. And so now you think you're eating a salmon that's high in omega-3 and instead you're getting that pro-inflammatory omega-6. We're getting into that territory. Last time when I had you on the show, we talked about cheap versus expensive yeah. supplements. You can get a fish oil that is $9.99 for 100 pills. Yeah. And then you can get one that is $50 for only, I don't know, 50 pills yeah. or something. And there might be, not always, but more often than not, there's a big difference. And like you said, how was the fish raised or caught and right. what was it fed? What type so of fish, big, what big, heavy big metals, you exactly. know. Our dietitian at, at here, she has said before that you don't want to go cheap really on any supplement if you can help it. Or but, food or but something. True, yeah, yeah, she was speaking of supplements, but fish oil specifically, she said, is one you, you, you don't want to skimp on because she, she, has said, she has seen patients come to her, clients come to her who have uh, brought products that she said are borderline dangerous. 
that they picked up online. I couldn't agree Fish more. oil type supplements. So fish oil is one you really want to be careful of. I would couldn't, say all supplements. Couldn't agree more. Oil. And yeah. like uh, not connected to this conversation, but a link down below. I have a whole video explaining fish oil. I'll link it in the description below. But okay, so. What can we do to right. fight all these things? Okay. So then we look at, again, starting at diet, and mm -hmm. then if diet, if we don't consume enough or we can't consume enough, maybe then we turn to supplements. So mm -hmm. if you look at the diets of, of really long-lived people around the world, it's a lot of these omega-3s. So uh, getting the fish, you know, uh, what are some good sources of fish? Salmon, um, herring, I believe, mackerel, uh, sardines. Sardines are a great source. Wild-caught sardines, wild-caught salmon. Those are the two biggies that I think of. Um, but then you look at spices. You know, spices add great value to our meals. It's not just for flavoring. So ginger and turmeric, That's rosemary. That's a debate too, yes. Yeah, rosemary's another good one. Um, there's something called black seed. It's not really a, a, a spice, but it's being, you're seeing more in like a superfood, you know, mm -hmm. type stores, health food stores. Uh, these are all very anti-inflammatory. So if you can cook with them more, uh, you're going to add value to your meal and you're going to actually make them anti-inflammatory. Okay. Um, so those are some of the green tea. Um, I like coffee, but if I can mix in some green tea, matcha green tea is a specific type where you're consuming the leaf as well as the, the water extraction. Mm -hmm. So you're getting a lot more antioxidant, Got it. dark chocolate. So if you're going to eat, you oh, know, my client's going to love this. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's true though. In moderation, everything in moderation, but uh, dark chocolate has some really, but yeah, really the darker, high antioxidant. The better. Yeah. 70% and greater would mm -hmm. be great. So mm -hmm. those are some foods. And then of course, you know, if you, if you can't get those regularly or you can't get them, if you have an existing issue, mm -hmm. probably not going to get enough from some adding some, some turmeric to your rice. Yeah, if you're eating brown rice, right? Um, but uh, but that's where the supplements come into play. And I would say the same thing. Those are ones where you can get, you know, inferior quality. It's not going to have the effect you're looking for. But, you know, I tell people ginger has over 20 known anti-inflammatory compounds in it. Ginger. And yet it heals the stomach. So it's, yeah. it's, it's wonderful spice. Yeah. Got it. So uh, I'm going to add to this. You talked about uh, nutrition and supplements, which is still kind of nutrition, uh, working out, right? So it causes inflammation. Yeah. You kind of, during the workout, if you go hard, you kind of beat down yeah. your body. You beat it up, you're, you're, you're triggering your, your um, joints to get inflammated a little bit. It's part of it. But you teach your body in a controlled way to deal with it and recover you from it. Like for example, why does deadlifting 500 pounds not hurt me? The average person would hurt me not because over the years I built up and my body learned how to deal with that. So under control, you teach your body to deal with inflammation and all these things. How about stress? How does stress relate to? to oh that? man, Stre there's a stress hormone called cortisol, mm -hmm. which drives blood sugar, which you know we didn't get into diabetes being an inflammatory, but also obviously blood sugar. So uh, the damaging effects of that stress response, it's like even if you think you're handling stress well, like no, I, I roll with it, man. You know, I'm, I'm golden. Uh, the issue is, Underneath the surface, again, that's silent. Mm -hmm. It's like somebody hit a fire alarm or a panic button. And your, your hormones, there are certain chemicals in your body that are spiking. And that just drives inflammation. And it goes back to that silent inflammation that then drives disease. So learning how to m manage stress properly, uh, they say meditation, breathing exercises. Mm -hmm. Exercise is massive, yeah, as you know, in, in helping that. Keeps me sane. Yeah, right. So, I mean, yeah, so, I mean, stress 
stress plays a massive role. And they say that when you look at the fight or flight response, you know, back in the day, uh, tiger jumps out in front of me, I need to either try to fight it to survive or flee. Yeah. The body therefore has to get instant energy. So it ups your blood sugar. It's like you just ate a donut, let's say. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's gonna give yeah. you that instant energy. Well, now what happens, I'm in traffic, traffic cuts me off, I freak out, I slam on the brakes, but I'm okay. Well, you just ate a donut. So unless you stop your car, run around for 20 minutes to burn that off, it's, it's has the same effect. Well, in some ways it's gonna have the same effect as if you just ate a bunch of sugar, which we know is inflammatory. Yes. So it's this modern lifestyle that we have, it's like we have to do things to offset it or we're gonna run into these problems. So we got nutrition. Yep with the help of supplementation if it's really if, if you're not getting enough of the good stuff or too much of the bad stuff right then we have exercise then we have stress control anything else sleep Thank you. Like that, that's I, I think that's the biggest one out of the all, yeah. all of them that we just mentioned. And one that I struggle with, uh, you know, all cars on the table. Hey, it's you're not a business easy. owner? Yeah. You have yeah. kids? Yeah. Me too. <laughs> so yeah, I yeah. get it. And you know, when somebody's t like not talking about sleep and just about supplements and this and that, yeah. I always say, how about you don't sleep for a night and then tell me how inflammation feels yep. or, or stress and that. So sleep is one of the biggest one. Uh, half an hour of sleep less than what you should have gotten probably causes already a whole bunch of other side effects in your body, aches, pains, and not adequate recovery. Yep. Uh, so we got the sleep. Did we cover pretty much, in your opinion, the basics? I think so. I, yeah. I, I think if, if we can just remember that we're constantly surrounded by inflammation, mm -hmm. you don't have to feel it to be to be inflamed. And that's really the important takeaway. Sometimes then, feeling it is already almost too late. Sure. Well, if, in terms of like, if, it, if it's a, a disease state, yeah. I mean, in terms of, again, don't want to alarm anybody. If you turn your ankle, no, we expect to feel that. That's that controlled campfire. Yeah. But you're right. If you're starting to feel, you know, yes. Um, yeah. I, I, I think, I think that's, the, that's really the goal is, is recognizing that inflammation is surrounding us. We need to do something about it. What's in the diet that we need to look out for? What's in the diet that we can add those anti-inflammatory compounds? And uh, I'll step, uh, make another bigger step towards the stress. Sometimes it's our physical diet, sometimes it's our mental diet that can cause the stress to inflammation. Screen time and anxiety, you oh, sleep yeah. less and all these things. So we need to control inflammation because Inflammation causes disease kind of period. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Thank you, Mike, so much for, for the conversation. I hope people will, will get something out of it, get motivated on controlling their diet, mental and physical. Where can people find more about you or your store, which I kind of love because this is more about health and not a quick fix. Yeah. This is holistic well, thank approach. You. I love that. this store. Me and my wife always go here. So uh, where can people find you? Well, we're online. Our website is vchoice.com. So it's the letter V followed by, <clears throat> excuse me, followed by the word choice.com. So vchoice.com. And up at that uh, site, you can access some of our previous webinars. We've done some webinars, cool. longer form cool. on inflammation and, and aging. Our dietitian, Nicole, has done those. Um, you can shop online and do all that kind of thing too. So we try to provide a resource more than just shopping. We want information. That's why and, I'm and so happy you asked me to do this. Yeah. Uh, and then we're here in North Royalton, Ohio. So if you're okay. in our next of the woods please stop by awesome thank you yeah. so much mike thank you take care guys